celebrates one day in Isla Mujeres, a day in Holbox Island, a day in Pink Lakes, traveling the globe with the travel and adventure show and a recap, then a day in Valladolid, a week in Mexico, and a feature with travel with talks. So let's fly high. Welcome back to the travel series and welcome to One Day in Isla Mujeres, Mexico. So you love walking tours, beaches, and street art. You want peaceful beaches, easy ways to travel healthy, and new experiences when you travel. So traveling helps you transform in more ways than one when you travel to Isla Mujeres. Maybe you want to travel solo with family or with a group. You want to transform and travel to Isla Mujeres, AKA Island of the Women. It's so easy to see why this picturesque island speaks to your soul with the beauty, the culture, and the beaches. And let's not forget the food. The island has a sort of vibrancy and rhythm to it you may feel everywhere. The island has a lot to offer, ranging from walking tours, water activities, the Ocean View Guadalupe Church, and Playa Norte Beach, just to name a few. There's more than enough to experience in one day in Isla Mujeres, whether you come solo with the transformational retreat or with family. After you listen to this, I think you're going to want to stay longer. I know I do the next time I go. In the meantime... If all you have is a day, follow this one day in Isla Mujeres itinerary to transform and travel. It will help make your travels transformational even if it is a short trip. These are my recommendations for the top experience for your one day in Isla Mujeres. My intention is that you choose joy. So if you're connecting with me and with us for the first time with Fit Life Creation, I traveled to Cancun and, and to Mexico in general for actually the second time to Cancun, but the third time to Mexico, the end of 2019, since college, creating content as well as being hosted on an adventure with Airbnb. If you want to listen to more about that, tune in to an early episode at the beginning of 2020 on our adventures with Airbnb and or feel free to explore on the blog. When I visited Mexico the last three times, I didn't get a chance to visit Isla Mujeres, so this time it was super high on my list. Isla Mujeres appealed to me because of the island size, the walking tour and beaches, and ease of visiting it from Cancun. It was interesting visiting Mexico 20 plus years later with all the changes in my life and with who I am. I reflected on how my health, wealth, and business and mindset have transformed transformed dramatically since then. If you are loving this episode, you will definitely want to check out my in-a-day guide on Cancun, the next one coming up on Holbush Island, some more coming up in this travel series in case you missed it in the intro, with Pink Lakes, with Valladolid, and my full week in Mexico, and of course, the Airbnb adventure post. So I thought it would be great to share my adventures with you and do this guide on Isla Mujeres. 
Getting to Isla Mujeres is easy via the Ultramar Ferry. It takes about 15 minutes on the ferry to reach the island from the hotel zone in Mexico, in Cancun. And if you're not staying in the hotel zone, which I last this last time I stayed in downtown at Chibal, it's super easy to grab a bus and super safe, as of this recording, to go to the stop that takes you to the Ultramar Ferry. Fun facts about Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Travel makes my soul sing. I don't know about you. My story includes being conceived in Bulgaria, born in Poland, and in four countries by the time I was two, including a refugee camp in Italy. So you could say I've had an adventurous life, to say the least, from the point of conception, including how my parents met. Hello at a nightclub in Bulgaria, and the next day my dad introduced my mom to his mom and said she was going to be the mother of his children. Fast forward three months later, they're married, with my dad ordering phone calls to a small post office box in Chmielów, Poland. Talk about pursuit. Fast forward to 40 plus years later, and they're still married. I loved Isla Mujeres because of the size, vibe, and closeness to Cancun. Did you know the island is about five miles long and 400 yards at its widest point? Perfect for a wellness activity like a 5K, right? Speaking of wellness, you may want a bike or a golf cart to get around the island. Or maybe create your own 5K. In March of the year 1517, Francisco Hernandez Cordova discovered the island. When the Spanish expedition landed, they found many female-shaped idols representing the goddess Ischel, which... I think I'm pronouncing it pretty close, but if I'm not, I apologize. Thus, Isla Mujeres got its name, the Isle of the Women. I learned a lot about the island, its influence, and festivals via my Airbnb walking tour with Liliana, which I highly, highly, highly recommend. It's a perfect way to see the island, whether you're there a day, a couple days, a week, a month. Isla Mujeres is known for its famous Playa Norte Beach, Mayan influence and experiences on the island. One day in Isla Mujeres and an itinerary to transform and travel. So let's explore the experiences I recommend for your one day in Isla Mujeres. Depending on when you arrive in the city and where you stay, of course, as always, feel free to modify your experiences and you'll hear me repeating this always with the one-day guides. I'm sharing here a full 24 hours for your one day in Cancun. I'll be sharing Holbush Island coming up as I shared Pink Lakes, Valladolid, and a week in Mexico. I'm clearly giving you many reasons you will want to stay longer in Mexico. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag I'm sharing it for the love of travel and planting the seeds for future sponsored trips. Take note, entrepreneurs. Even when I travel, I stay super healthy and I bring Herbalife Nutrition with me and work out daily in different ways. So if you haven't heard my story in the past, I also lost over 55 pounds over five years ago with healthy habits, with Herbalife, with competing, with now not drinking over five years and much more and have tons about health all over the blog and podcast as well, as well as our mastermind courses and events. Back to Isla Mujeres. So the Airbnb walking tour. 
Once I decided I was going to visit Isla Mujeres for a day, I got super clear on getting really efficient with my time. And I found an incredible Airbnb walking tour on Isla Mujeres with Isla for $2 as of this recording. Of course, please, you guys, if you take the tour, tip her. That's the whole point while she lists it as $2 so that you can tip her. Because clearly, from what I'm about to share, it's worth way more than $2, okay? We experience multiple parts of the island from the views, history, culture, church, museum, beach, and a stop at a juice shop. In case you haven't listened to my one day in Cancun, as a reminder, I experienced my favorite juice, Chaya, yet again, which is a Mayan leaf and they add in pineapple. It's amazing. And I tried some new ones like passion fruit. I met incredible people like Yvette and Caroline. Liliana has incredible insight on the island. She moved there from Argentina. She's well-versed on everything on the island, and she's so super helpful and friendly in every single way. And not only that, but she, I would not have known about Guadalupe Church if it wasn't for her and the Airbnb walking tour. And Caroline, who I met on the tour, came with me to the church. So the activity includes the Malecon, which is basically the walkway along the beach, La Trigueña Sculpture, which if you click the link in the show notes, I include the blog post and tons of images from the walking tour and a video of behind the scenes, Main Square and the Immaculada Concepcion Church. And if you didn't know, I also speak four languages, including Spanish, which is one of the reasons why I often pick Spanish-speaking countries so I get to practice, whether it's for a trip, whether it is for our retreats, etc. Isla Mujeres Museum, Mercado, which is market, North Beach, Playa del Norte, Mexican Cemetery, Mundacas Tomb, the Fisherman Monument, and Centro Beach absolutely breathtaking in every way and Isla Mujeres also has incredible street art for my street art lovers and I met several iguanas on the way as well. Guadalupe Church. By simply hearing the description description of the Guadalupe Church, my mind was made up. I had to make time for visit. A church with the sheer glass backdrop at the altar, ocean side view, and the ability to hear the ocean inside the church? Yes, please. It's just as amazing as it sounds. I ended up going with Caroline, who I met on the tour, like I shared. We grabbed some ceviche, one of my favorite Spanish dishes, and of course, chaya juice at the loncheria on the island to go before we headed this way. We walked part of the way and grabbed a taxi part of the way. I would have walked the whole way Oceanside because it wasn't a long walk, but I had an appointment to do media at the little yellow schoolhouse after the church visit. I wanted to have more than enough time to experience the church, school, and and sunset at Playa Norte, so I adjusted the time. And on the blog post, there's also images of the church and the backdrop. It's, like I said, you guys, absolutely incredible in every single way. And you will be mind blown at what it looks like. I highly recommend you taking the making the time. It's one of the things I always say is I make time. 
Speaking of the little yellow schoolhouse, I love to give back whether in time, money, or both. So if you're tuning in for the first time with us, we give 10% of all proceeds whether someone ends up getting one of our online courses, whether it's an event or a retreat, whether a brand partners with us for wellness, media, or travel, and or whether we are handling your management as an influencer. We give back 10% to help in homelessness and cancer vets and battered women. And these are very near and dear to me. And if you want to read more about this, definitely feel free to check out my our fundraisers page and the post about Cuba, the Cuban retreat, how we gave back, the Costa Rica retreat, because we also do that. Whether I, I also give back always whether I'm alone or in one of our retreats. So like I shared in Cuba, we gave back with scholarships and speaking at a photography school. And it was set up with our Airbnb host, Jose. All you have to do is ask you guys who used to be a student there. We did animal sanctuaries in Costa Rica and more. So before I left for Mexico, I simply Googled, hello, Google, ways to give back schools and volunteering. I found the little yellow schoolhouse and emailed them. Google's magic, you guys. I offered doing a wellness workshop with smoothies with the kids in Spanish, media and interviews, and or both. I received a reply right away. When I arrived, though, the local owners weren't aware. However, I was still able to interview them and capture their hearts in service of 20-plus years giving back with children at this incredible school with Paula and Mauro. So you can tune into the feature, and I translate back and forth because I do it in Spanish because they speak Spanish, and then I translate English. Playa Norte. Last but definitely not least is Playa Norte. Playa Norte is one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. It's easy to see why. And again, I've got images. Shout out my Canon. Hashtag not sponsored yet. I got a sneak peek on our walking tour and knew I wanted to return there, return here for sunset. I grabbed a ceviche, yes again, twice in a day, and a fresh coconut juice straight out of a coconut with a straw in the coconut and watched the sunset at Playa Norte. For those of you that have no idea what a ceviche is, it's basically either whitefish and or shrimp. Sometimes it's mixed with uh, basically like a pico de gallo type mixture. So basically like onions, tomatoes, and um, garlic sometimes. And I always ask to have, and lemon, and I always ask to have avocado added in. Lemon and or lime. So before heading back to Cancun, I stopped and got two dream catchers as souvenir gifts. They're amazing. And a turtle for my nephew, Leo, and an elephant for one of my best friends, Angela. So reasons to stay in Mexico longer than one day. So there are many reasons to stay longer. I definitely recommend, I know that when I go back, I want to stay at least a couple days in Isla Mujeres. Beyond that, Holbush Island, which is the next episode, is another one of Mexico's best kept secret. It is accessible only by ferry as well and is a carless island. Has an incredible laid back vibe and everywhere you look, you feel like you are in the middle of a National Geographic episode. No joke. Even less people are on Holbosch Island than on Isla Mujeres. 
I spent about two days during our adventures in our Airbnb adventure. I could easily stay here a week or three or a month or two. Whether you stroll the streets, take a kayak through the mangroves, or chill on the beach, Hullbush has numerous once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Speaking of once-in-a-lifetime experiences, Pink Lakes. It wouldn't surprise me if this is also on your bucket list or will be after this episode. If you don't know already, my favorite colors are pink, blue, and green. I wear them. They're in my brand for several reasons. Pink exemplifies passion. Blue exemplifies creation and also helps people trust you. There's psychological studies on that. Green not only exemplifies nature as well, but also abundance. So several reasons. If you are that were divinely directed, and if you are curious how and why the pink lakes are so pink, blame the red-colored algae, plankton, and shrimp that thrive on the super salty environment near the plant. As the water evaporates, these organisms become more concentrated, creating this incredible pink you see in the sunlight. We made it just in time for sunset after we left Holbush Island after being there two days. If you don't travel with an organized group or adventure like I did, you will definitely need to get a car to reach Pink Lakes. And I included some images from that as well. Valladolid, Mexico. As you can see, Mexico has no shortage of places to get lost in exploring. Valladolid is no exception. I knew of Cenote Zachi in town, which is a sinkhole, which is absolutely amazing. I didn't know it was such a welcoming, bright colonial town. It reminded me in several ways of Havana and Cuba. And if you guys didn't know, I also ran a couple retreats back in 2017 with our retreats in Cuba. And so I hyperlinked the episode or I hyperlinked the uh, blog post within this hyperlinked post. If you scroll down to Valladolid, Mexico as well. At every turn, Valladolid is breathtaking with beautiful colonial homes coffee shops, and colorful streets. Super easy to get lost for hours. We explored the town square, coffee shops, and Sonota Zachi. Side note, you guys, one thing that I've learned in hosting group, of going on group events, as well as hosting group retreats, create space for downtime. From an aspect of, you know, ending the day pretty early for you yourself to wind down. And if you're a leader, especially so, And I definitely experienced that to a degree, like with our Costa Rica retreats and created more space and then our Cuba and then created more space and learned even more with our Barcelona experiences and London and more. And we've got Atlanta and Brazil coming up because it's like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I would consider myself what's called an ambivert. And it took a long time to learn this about myself. And this is why it's so key to spend time with you and really get to know yourself, whether it's, you know, at home and work situations. And of course you can change and grow and evolve, but it's key to know you and what makes you happy and what makes you thrive and grow and be, you know, your best self. So for example, People think when they meet me that I'm super extroverted because I'm super on and I love to serve. However, back to what ambivert is. So I love my alone time. I'm sitting here recording this right now by myself in my closet. It's uh, 12:18 Eastern Standard Time, so a little bit past midnight in Atlanta. 
and I'm perfectly happy. So I'm pretending, you know, and imagining you listening to this. I'm imagining hundreds, you know, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people listening to this podcast, to this episode, you know, as it grows. And thank you because it's been growing dramatically. Uh, I recorded over 25 episodes in February alone. So I love having my own time. So again, people think because when they meet me, I'm super extroverted, but I'm not. I love my alone time. And when I do spend time like I did in, you know, this Airbnb adventure between Cancun and and Holbush Island and Pink Lakes and Valladolid, I definitely started by the by the Valladolid trip. I already felt it like on the first and second day, but I could definitely tell by the time we were in Valladolid because that was already the third day that I definitely needed some me time. You know, don't get me wrong. Like I love to travel. I love people. I love groups, but I definitely needed some, you know, alone time, some, you know, time to simply chill, whether it was by the pool, by the beach, in a room, whatever the case was to decompress. Because, you know, if you tuned into the previous episode on our adventures in Airbnb, I had, you know, a relatively flowy pace when I was in Cancun. I was getting up. I had my me time in the morning. I was doing activities. I would have some more me time. Then I would do other activities or film content, you know, for our mastermind, for the courses, whatever the case was, have some more me time, you know, sometimes do things with some of the girls at Shibal, but it was very flowy. And I felt really, really great about it. And keep in mind, you know, it was, and even when I did some things with, with the girls, it was one, two, or three of us, right? And versus I come into this group experience and there's over 10 of us. And, you know, and Gustavo and Cedric were amazing, but this was the first time they had led such a large group. So they learned things that I had already learned previously that, you know, once you start hosting over five people on a workshop or on a retreat, or, you know, if you're hosting events, like I've hosted events for up to 10,000 people on college campuses and corporations and more and trainings, you have to add for more time for logistics and downtime. So for example, with our Airbnb adventure, you know, we arrived in Cancun, Then we, you know, had like a small vans and two groups that were headed down to Chiquila, which is where you take the ferry to Holbush Island. So I'll be sharing more about that. And then one of the girls, her flight got delayed. So the second group was super delayed. So we didn't like our first group, you know, didn't get to experience some of the things initially. And then just in general, coordinating with two groups, right? So it it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. Once in a lifetime, you know, amazing. But because we were a bigger group and because of the logistics, we didn't get as much downtime as what the host is used to when it's a smaller group. Of course, totally understandable, right? And that was, you know, some of the notes and the feedback we gave because I'm one of those that, you know, I love to travel alone have that love of travel for my mom. And there'll be some things later on this year, hopefully, I'm working on right now that we'll be doing mommy and me trips. Just sent out some things and some follow-ups from the travel and adventure show today. Super excited about so much. And, And my mom's like that. Like my mom is very introverted. 
So it's interesting how I'm such a mix because my mom's very introverted. And then my dad is, I would say, very extroverted, but then he doesn't realize sometimes when he needs some of his, some of his alone time. So I think he's really an ambivert. But anyways, so I share that to say like know you because it makes such a difference. But luckily, like my roommate at Valladolid, Catherine with Airbnb, was very similar to where she was like, okay, I love the group, but I need some me time. So we had a lot of respect for each other that night. And the night before, I actually had my own room at the Holbush Island Villa. So that was great. So that allowed for some decompression as well. But that's some things to think about whether, you know, you want to go on a group trip, whether it's with us or anyone else, whether you want to coordinate a group retreat, which is we do that as well. And I help retreat centers and organizations and and corporations set that up along with scaling with retreat leaders. If you end up coming on our retreats, know that I am extremely intentional about that and giving you downtime because I know... Um, etc. So back to Isla Mujeres and the travel series. See, this is why you should listen to the podcast because I didn't list any of this on the blog as far as retreat tips, thinking about, you know, your energy, etc. Because it wasn't on my mind at the point. I was just focused on Isla Mujeres. So speaking of, Island of the Women is a must for you to visit Mexico for many reasons, as you have heard from beauty, culture, and beaches. So whether you love the beach, street art, history, all the above, you will love Isla Mujeres. Have you visited before? If so, what are some of your favorite experiences? If you haven't, what would you love to do here? Or is it coming up soon for you? If you're traveling soon anywhere in the world, you'll love one of my recent episodes and series on how to create content like a boss in Mexico. And I have an upcoming feature in our upcoming series after the travel on social media and influencer marketing and an episode coming soon on five ways to create content like a boss that was actually featured in Better Marketing with medium to millions, tongue twister, medium millions of readers. I'm super grateful and shout out to medium. If you don't know about medium, go follow me there. You can set up a blog, set up all the things there, which side note, okay, shh, Google. You can uh, listen to my free webinar on the In A Day series as well. And if you if you love this episode, you guys, please, please, please leave a review on iTunes. I'm going to start doing feature reviews. I do this for you guys, but please, I'm a person like you and anyone that's sharing something loves to feel appreciated. And then if you share on Instagram on uh, and tag us at Katrina Julia Fit at Fit Life Creation hashtag Create It, you'll be entered into our monthly giveaway for a month for free in the online mastermind, along with tools to create a life and business you love for health, wealth, and business, including online tools for money and business, and a transformation toolkit with Herbalife Global Nutrition mailed to you. So with that, create, transform, and inspire because you, my friend, are born to.